All right, all right, all right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number dose of the business of your mind show. All right, all right. I need some more energy, y'all. I need some more energy. Uh, gonna try this one more time. The business of your mind show. We're about to get into some deep stuff, y'all. Uh, as some of y'all have seen on my, you know, may have heard, I I dodged a tree <laughs> that fell on my car last week. Uh, and that's because I wanted to be here with y'all. You know, I was like, no, nah, you know, I ain't, t- ain't ready to go. Go ahead and dodge this tree. But that's the perfect segue into what we're going to be talking about today. I hope y'all have had a phenomenal week. You had a phenomenal day and that you have utilized any adversity to prepare you to your destiny. And really what we want to talk about today is the importance of trauma. And I know you're probably like the importance of what? The importance of trauma, yes, trauma has a specific function in your life. A lot of people might not realize that, but it really does have a a function in your life. And so many of us go through things or have things going on in our lives. You know, we want to say, woe is me, and, you know, and just don't really understand why am I having such a horrible time? Why is nothing working out? Well, actually it is working out, but just imagine if your whole life, you never went through anything. Your life was just easy. Like you just went through life and it was just easy. Like you had, you had the easy button on your life. You never faced any adversity. You would appreciate nothing. (laughs) And what I realized is that the bigger the adversity the bigger the comeback, Jack. You got to realize that the bigger the adversity, the bigger the comeback. If you ain't going through nothing big, you ain't doing nothing. Go harder. What's going on? I I see some of my compadres. I hope I see some of my California peoples on here, and um, I hope you're being safe. I had a call with one of my friends in California earlier. He was concerned about his house burning down, so I hope that anybody joining from Cali that y'all are safe. But that's what I'm talking about. That's the form of adversity that people in California are facing right now is, you know, I couldn't imagine, you know, standing outside and seeing ashes falling from the sky, but those are the stories that I'm hearing from my friends in California. I had my own fire. <laughs> the biggest fire I had to endure was 2018. 2018, January of that year, I started talking about this earlier, and I in in the in in the last in the first episode. But in 2018, in January, I decided to separate from my then wife which is a very tough experience. If anybody that is watching this live stream 
or listening to this podcast, if you have ever, 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 ever gone through a divorce, you know that that is one of the hardest things that you will ever go through in your life. And because of that, it takes a lot for you just to motor through that one experience because you're dealing with a lot of pain, not only your pain, but also the possible pain of a spouse, somebody you love, somebody that you at one point in time told that you would never leave. Y'all both said y'all do's and I will never hurt you. I am here through sickness and health. Whatever goes on, we're never going to leave each other. (laughs) And then at some point in time, somebody may do something stupid or a series of stupid things. That may be you. It may be a combination of both. And the next thing you know, you're all of a sudden in a situation that you were not prepared for. And because of that, it really is difficult for you to concentrate on anything because the one thing that you're trying to work on is this, your mind and staying sane. Going through a divorce is one of the hardest things to go through in your life because you're literally tearing away two people that at one point in time literally said, I love you to death do us part. There was no, when you said it, there was no uh, intention of ever getting a divorce. Hopefully. Now I know some people going, well, I just want to try marriage. I just want to see what this kind of feel like, you know, let me, let me try this shirt on. Oh, the short shirt don't work no more. Then they put another one on to keep, well, I never wanted to get a divorce. I don't believe in divorce except for a couple of reasons domestic violence and adultery and that's why I leave so with that being said there's a lot of things that we can do when we go through situations like that to help us manifest greatness in our lives and I ain't gonna say it's easy but it's necessary and in addition to that what I also want to tell you is that not only did I have to go through a horrible divorce where there were all kind of allegations and hurt and stuff going on during that time, I was also up under a court order to pay roughly about $9,000 in bills to a household that I was not living in. Believe that. <laughs> so, not only am I having to deal with, okay, how do I take care of her and my son, but also how do I take care of my other children from my first marriage? Yeah, I've been married twice. Don't judge me. Two times. They say the third time's a trauma. So wherever you at, baby, I'm coming for you. Number three is going to be on and popping, baby. <laughs> I see you, girl. Where you at? I see you. But, uh... <laughs> Wherever she is, I'm waiting for you, baby. Come on, come on, on. But uh, yeah, so going through that and having to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, taking care of your child, you know, 
and just basically making sure that you stay sane and you still gotta you still gotta eat you still gotta you still gotta take care of your bills and and I run a company um Everybody depends on me to be happy-go-lucky Felipe. And at that time, I wasn't happy-go-lucky Felipe. I was like, hey, leave me alone. Scrooge McDuck is in the building. (laughs) Don't ask me nothing, you know. But I had to play it off because my company had to keep running. So what happened after that was that I also ended up having to – after I got, I got put up under that crazy court order, I ended up having to go to China on business. And this is when my life got real. It got real, real. While I was over there, I was having a phenomenal time, being introduced to all kinds of people. And started seeing and experiencing a joy that I haven't felt, had to felt before. I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning this for a reason because I had all kind of business deals that were working. I was going to be the man. Then fast forward to four days, my fourth day of my trip over there was my second time going. I called home. My mother was watching my, my then, my son at the time was two. I call home, my mom doesn't sound like herself. I'm like, mom, are you okay? Her words to me was, I haven't been able to move all day. And remember, she's watching a two-year-old. If anybody remember the terrible tools, I'm sitting there like, okay, it is 4 a.m. in Beijing. It's 4 p.m. in Atlanta. Where is my son? <laughs> if you ain't been able to move all day, where is this two-year-old kid? What is he doing? But then my mama said one of the eeriest things I've ever heard any human being say in my life to me was if if I don't make it, tell everybody I love them. Those words at that moment, I didn't think that they were going to become real. I was like, Mom, you going to be okay? My sister and I orchestrated, you know, her uh, being taken to the hospital. And luckily, she didn't. They they discharged her and, you know, everything was, you know, they lowered her blood pressure, which we'll get to in a minute. So I'm on my trip over there. You know, I'm thinking my mom is, you know, recovering or, you know, she ain't really had nothing major going on. So on May 23rd of 2018, I end up getting an email while I'm in China having this phenomenal time. I'm on my way to the airport. And I checked my phone and my largest claim at the time, which was 13,000 employees, (laughs) had them for 15 years, and we were doing a phenomenal job. I got an email saying, hey, look, you all can no longer come 
and service this account. Now, remember, I just told you I was paying almost $9,000 in uh, temporary spouse support. I didn't mention the other almost $2,000 that I was paying in uh, in child support to my first wife. So you're talking about $11,000 <laughs> coming out of my, <laughs> my pockets. And now I just get an email that literally changed my whole life. You want to talk about rough. So I'm on my way back from Beijing. Thinking about, okay, man, you know, what am I, what am I going to do? How am I going to move? Blah, blah, blah. You know, all right. So I lost this account. If you know anything about me, I don't give up. You know, small thing to a giant. I'm 6'3". I'm a giant to a lot of people. I know the shack. I'm an ant. It's all good, but somebody think I'm a giant. <laughs> But with that, I'm on my way home from Beijing. That's a 14-hour flight. It was a long flight, y'all. It was long, long. So imagine you are away and you're now dealing with, okay, I'm about to come back to the U.S. under strange circumstances because... For 15 years, you're making all this money. You're able to do what you need to do. You're helping a lot of people and employing people. And now all of a sudden, you got to not only deal with how are you going to survive financially during a highly contentious divorce, but you also got to figure out how you're going to maintain yourself and keep this court order and all this stuff. So the business of my mind was extremely important. And I'm going to tell you like this. It's only by the grace of God, the universe, whatever you believe, whatever you believe keeps you here is what kept me here during that time because it was not, it was not me. When I got back on May 23rd, um, a dear friend of mine's, very close friend of mine's, uh, picked me up from the airport, but prior to that, I called my sister like, hey, where's my mom, blah, blah, blah. Is she, you know, how's she doing? Like, you know, is she going to be able to come pick me up? Because I thought that she was cool. Like, I thought she went to the hospital and they gave us some rope, uh, some robot testing, y'all, you know, some testing, you know, you know, if you in one of those households, if you grew up in the hood, or maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's a universal thing, you know, Give us a robot test and then she was good. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't hear anything after that. So uh, I came home and uh, my sister said that she was at my house and she wasn't answering the phone. So my friend came and picked me up. And when I got to my home, I knock on the door because my mom had my keys. And for like two minutes, nobody answered the door. When she finally answered the door, it took her about a good minute to recognize who I was. And I was like, mom, mom, it's me. And she just looked at me like she didn't know who I was. Then she finally 
she finally realized that it was me and I could tell that something was wrong with my mom. I could tell something was wrong. Uh, I stepped in the house and I saw what looked like I don't know if you want to call it uh, feces or, you know, but she was watching my baby, my son. So now I'm seeing what was going on while she, when she was there with him. Uh, he was watching himself because she, she, she was ill. Um, there was trash all on the floor. And I knew that my mother had, had to have had several strokes or something during that time because all you saw was what looked like somebody was trying to save their life. And I'm going to try not to cry, y'all. You know, I'm going to try, but like just thinking about what I saw. Imagine if you will, you go to your parents' house or they're staying at your house or whatever and you see them in a state that you don't First of all, they don't recognize you. That's the first problem. When they finally recognize you, you step into what looks like <laughs> an undescribable, it looked like a war zone inside of my place. And my friend to tell you, there was food everywhere. There were ants. There were like, and I had a, my, my place was clean. Like, I ain't, I ain't live like that. I am not a hoarder, y'all. Now, I will tell you, I'm hoarding now. Because y'all keep taking all the toilet paper and and uh and paper towels, so you come in my you come in my pantry, you know. Is I got big old big old bags of rice, and I got big old things of toilet tissue and put tape paper. Y'all would not catch me slipping again. I was down to one piece of toilet, one roll of toilet paper at one point in time this year, and woo woo. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God for your mercy. I found some toilet paper, <laughs> but I got I got a laugh to keep it crying right now, y'all. But yeah, so my mom, I realized that she really, uh, she had probably had a series of strokes while she was in my place, and realizing that I had been gone. For 11 days. Not knowing that my mother was going through all of this. So I ended up reaching out to my sister because I, so I'm still not thinking of my mom like she is, like, because she eventually like came to, in a sense, she just seemed kind of weak. So, you know, I, you know, I reached out to my sister, a, you know, and, and my sister decided to take her to the hospital. Um, that was, uh, May 24th, her birthday is May 25th. They ended up admitting, admitting her immediately to the hospital because there was something wrong. Now, remember what I said earlier about the high blood, they, she had, she had high blood pressure when they admitted her that previous Sunday. This is what I want to tell y'all. Anybody that has a loved one or if you have high blood pressure, you have a loved one that has high blood pressure or anybody in your family has high blood pressure, high cholesterol, any of these ailments, I'm about to school you on something when it comes to high blood pressure that most people don't think about. 
My mom had high blood pressure. The high blood pressure was saving her life. Imagine that. And I'm going to tell you why. They ended up lowering her blood pressure. Somebody had told my mom, you know, take these great seed oil pills, take these great seed pills, and you're going to be good. She, she uh, took those pills, and they obviously were not controlling her blood pressure. So if you're taking any kind of alternative stuff, make sure you're still going to the doctor. I mean, for real, for real. But them lowering her blood pressure, hmm, somebody just said, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, Valerie, yeah, you, you understand where I'm coming from. When they lower your blood pressure, they need to check everything else that is going on. My mother had a 99.9% blockage in her, right in the back of her head. 99.9% now, so that was, what's it telling you? So what was going on was that the high blood pressure, so understand, break down the term high blood pressure. And if there are any physicians watching, I know I got a bunch of physician friends, healthcare administrators, whomever, y'all chime in if you like in the, in this. But because the blood pressure was high, high blood pressure means that their blood pressure in your body is at extremely high levels, meaning that there's a lot of pressure, which is why it's called high blood pressure. So what happens when they lower your blood pressure is that the blood pressure gets lowered, but guess what's happening also? If you have any type of blockage or, or anything, guess what's, one, guess what's going to happen to it? When they lower her blood pressure, it caused that blockage to block all the way. And she ended up having a stroke. I did not look at high blood pressure like that until that day. When I realized that high blood pressure ain't what we think it is, yeah, it's bad, but if you got it, it could be a danger to lower it too low because of what I'm about to tell you. So my birthday was May 25th. That's the last day I heard my mom's voice. I don't say talk to my mom because I really didn't talk to her normally. And then like I, like I went up there hoping that she was getting better because she seemed to be getting better. But my, my last sound of my mother's voice was her screaming for help in the hospital because they would not feed her. Because if you know anything about when you're hospitalized, my mother was... Well, first of all, if you know my mom, she coughed all the time. She was coughing before COVID. <laughs> so, mama, <laughs> you know, I know you're not here, but if you were here right now, everybody would have thought you had COVID-19 because my mother was a habitual cougher because of certain medications that she was taking. But when she was hospitalized, in the hospital, they won't give you solid foods if you're coughing because that's a choking habit. So she didn't understand why they wouldn't feed her anything. My mother was crying for help. Help me, help me. 
I'm hungry. Help. I'm like, mom, they can't feed you. Why? Somebody, I mean, imagine seeing your parents scream. Normally, you're the one screaming. You go on to your parent for help. But I'm listening to my mom scream. So, of course, she doesn't know that I just lost my client. She doesn't know any other stuff that's going on. She knows about a divorce, but she didn't even know about the money. So, I ended up leaving the hospital that day. Um, that next day, I ended up getting a call saying that uh, she was doing better or seemed like I kept getting it. Y'all know it can be an emotional roller coaster when you got a loved one in the hospital. Like, it's just a really difficult time because you hear certain things and people are telling you certain things and you're getting reports back from the doctor where they're telling you, you know, um, things are progressing, things look good, you know, and they don't know. Reason why doctors are, why you never hear about a doctor. I am a, pro, I am a professional and per- perfect doctor. They all practicing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which is why you can go to one and everything. They'll give you one prescription, go to another one. They give you something totally different. They all practice. Ain't nobody graduated to the, I am just the ultimate healer. Come to me, my child. <laughs> and you're going to be, it don't exist. <laughs> so with that, my mom, she ended up, uh, having some more strokes and she ended up passing on May 27th. So that right there, forget the divorce, forget the money, losing my mom almost did me in. But having all that other stuff on top of that, that was rough. And and if I did not have my mind straight, y'all wouldn't be talking to me right now. And I'm going to tell you how the whole purpose of this episode is because I want anybody that's going through anything to realize that I don't care what you're going through. You can get through it. At that time, I was going to therapy because my therapist was like, Felipe, I don't know how in the heck. Yeah, I'm keeping with the PG thing because I realized my niece watched the last episode. So, you know, I don't, I don't know if she ever heard me curse or not. So I love you, Ariel. Uh, so, um, yeah, so she was like, I don't understand how you are sitting in front of me. Now, remember, I'm going through a divorce, which is one of the most stressful things you will ever go through in your life. Then I get hit with number two. Losing a substantial amount of money overnight, like just like that. It wasn't a great, it was bam, you're out. That's another very traumatic thing, especially for a man that's used to being a provider. 
Then the third one was losing my mom. I'm going through all of this at the same time. Thank God for mentors. Thank God for friends. But I'm going to tell you, thank God for me. And what I mean by that is, I had a lot of friends during that time, but I lost a lot of friends during that time too. That was my wilderness experience. And going through all of that at the same time, And if you've ever been through a divorce, you know, you don't know what your ex going to say about you, you know. But look, I took it like a champ. Oh, boom. She said, what? Okay, cool. Like, oh, 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 ooh, ouch, 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 ouch. I can't take no more pain. <laughs> Stop shooting at me. But you also get to realize, like, who really, like, who really knows you? You know what I'm saying? Who knows your character, you know? But. During that time, I really, 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 really had to find out who Felipe was. Because as I mentioned in the last episode, in 2017, that was the greatest year of my life professionally. I had a best-selling book. I was recognized as one of the top baddest mother... Shut your mouth. <laughs> in my industry, you know, in the top five. And then it was like, God said, okay, look, I'm about to show you how how I, how high, high, high I can take you. And I'm going to show you how low, low, low I'm going to take you so that way, when you get back to your epitome of who you are, everybody's going to understand that you can get through anything. So the purpose of this live stream, the podcast, all of this, it ain't for me. It's for everybody listening. And I want everybody to share this because we're going to get real, 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 real. Because what we're talking about right now, I've only touched the surface. And ironically enough, and only one person knows this part of the story, I'm big on science. So my, the universe, if you pay attention when you're going through stuff, will start sending you signs and signals. All of a sudden, started meeting Barbara's. Now, anybody who knows my mother, her name was Barbara, right? How many Barbara's <laughs> do you know? It ain't a lot of them. Barbara is a very old school name. I met a client named Barbara. 
who was very instrumental in helping me expand my business down to Florida. My CPA's name is Barbara. And all these barbers played huge, significant roles in my life to keep me focused, to keep me motivated, to keep me from losing my mind. Sorry. My mind. All right. I'm going to put $5 in the bucket because I ain't even say it right. So if I would have counted myself, I would have slapped myself because what I tell everybody last week, if you see me in the streets, say the business of your mind, it's the dopest show I've ever seen in my life. And I've met several people over the course last two weeks that have seen me or called me and they y'all own it. I appreciate y'all. Y'all, everybody, the business of your mind. I was interviewing a young lady. She ain't get the job. She almost got it. Just, just because she, 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 she watched the last episode <laughs> and she started off the interview. Yeah. I watched your, <laughs> I watched your podcast, your live stream, your video. And she, and the business of your mind, like, Oh man, you, you are on it dog on it. Well, she ain't get the job, y'all. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, it, you know, I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but as I'm going through 2018, one of the places that I love is the beach. And imagine this, the barber that I met down, and hopefully Barbara will be watching this because her and her fiance are very dear friends of mine now. Her businesses and she are are in um are in the Miami Fort Lauderdale area. And I always run to beaches. Anytime I go through anything, I run to the beach. The beach is a place of healing for me. So the universe has a way of always, always, it never fails of showing you and giving you what you need, all the ingredients. And you might think that you're going through something for one reason, but you're going through it for a whole nother reason. So what this allowed me to do was, oh, wow, wow, man, somebody just posted that. Their mother's name was Barbara. Wow, bro. That's a dear friend of mine that just posted that. All of a sudden, having clients that I was able to go to, I ended up having two clients. And I was like, as long as those two clients pay for my trip to the beach, <laughs> I am good. It didn't matter why another friend of mine just posted her mother's name was Barbara. Why this, this is it's freaking me out, y'all. I don't know what's going on in this podcast. <laughs> we love you, Barbara. Um, so I ended up being able to go to the beach every month for two years up until this pandemic, up until February. Every month I was in Miami. I was in Fort Lauderdale. I was I was making enough money, expanding my business down there to where I it literally paid for itself. And what started happening was I started being led to all these books regarding energy. 
And most people don't understand what energy is. So energy only has two directions for, for the sake of this conversation. It can either be positive or negative, good or bad. There is no in-between. You can claim your, your, your energy is neutral, but it is very difficult to be in a neutral position in life. You're either going forward or you're going backwards, even if it's in small steps. So what I learned how to do during that time was to not only control my thoughts, but to, but to control my mind. And we all know that we got, there's, you got your subconscious mind, you got your conscious mind. Your conscious mind ain't really in control. It's that unconscious mother freaker <laughs> that uh, will ruin your life. And it's a lot of stuff in there. It's like it's all kinds of stuff that you don't even know that's just got you in bondage. So I'm going to the beach all the time because like I'm going through this horrible divorce. The divorce was horrible. It was far fake Nogan. Yeah. Okay. I know I just showed my age. I know y'all remember. If you remember far fake Nogan, y'all remember that slogan back in the 80s? Far fake. Y'all don't know what I'm talking Y'all are not about to give me. Y'all got to pay me to sing on here. Ain't about to sing. Had the latest crying in the chat because of my beautiful singing voice. <laughs> but going through all of that, going through this divorce without my foundation, who's my mom, by the grace of God, I had uh, the same friends that I had and I had a very close friend. And also, Tiki White and her, and her, her husband. Shout out to y'all. If it wasn't for certain key people in my life, like I would have not have been here. There was one instance, and then I'm going to tell you how you too can transform your life because there's one instance that where I was at rock bottom. My ex-wife and I were due to go to court on, it was like November 4th or somewhere around there, 2018. And I had a lot of anxiety about going to court because, to be totally honest, $9,000 of spousal support after you done lost, woo, about, 20, 30,000 a month is a lot of mother freaking money. <laughs> and I was so afraid of what the judge was going to do to me because I was like, I ain't got this money. Like, you know, and my then wife called me on the phone crying regarding 
needing money for a car that I was responsible for paying for. But hell, I couldn't pay my own bills. It was hard for me to do anything around that time. So she called me crying and I'm I'm a, a nervous wreck. I've never, if anybody knows me, I've always been like this, always just real, like low key, just cool. I think I'm cool. Y'all think I'm cool? If you think I'm cool, put it in the chat box. <laughs> but though in 2018, ain't nobody putting it in there, so I guess I ain't cool. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> but in 2018, I realized that going through that divorce and the amount of anxiety that I had, it had me in a place where I didn't understand how people did things like commit suicide, how I understand now. You got to make sure that you have a strong team around you because I made one statement while I was on um, the phone with this company. And I told them, and I'm just being real with y'all right now. That. Y'all must want somebody to kill themselves. Now, (laughs) obviously, when I made that statement, there's something in the system at the banks or wherever that where they're supposed to call, dial 911. Now, I was not, that was nothing that I had intended on doing. But that's how anxious and how and how how much pain and hurt I was in at the time. And if anybody on here can relate to any of this, I hope that you truly hear and feel and understand my words. About 10 minutes after they had me on hold, all I hear is a knock on the door. Atlanta Police Department, APD. And I was staying in a crazy part of town, y'all. I was not used to staying where I was living, but hell, I was paying almost $10,000 out of my pocket to have someone else somewhere else. My ex-wife. And so I'm thinking that it's somebody trying to rob me or something. And then next thing I know, I hear somebody try to jiggle my door because they, they left and came back. And it was the police. You want to talk about being at a low point in your life? Feeling lonely, feeling vulnerable, feeling like you really just don't want to be here. I was there. I was there because I had given so much to so many people and I wasn't able, I didn't feel like, let me say that, like I was able to reach out to people, 
to be there for more to be there for me when I when I when I really needed them, especially at that point. But I received a phone call from this dear lady. We gonna call her Mama C. That's actually what we call her, Mama C. And she says, "Son, when you go to that court, think about what you want to happen." What I want to happen is I'm not going to say that, you know. <laughs> what I want to happen is for everything to, you know, to turn out, you know, in my favor. And for the judge to look at everything and go, look, I can't do anything to this man because it looks like he's done lost a lot. And what ended up happening was I took her advice, went to court, took my evidence, like, hey, Yana, look, you see my paperwork. I'm, I'm about to show you what happened. So when you put me up under the order in April of 2018, I made X amount of dollars. May, I made X amount of dollars. In June, there was a big gaping hole, a big difference between May and June. About a $25,000 difference. And these were his words. It looks like a bomb went off inside this man's building. That's exactly how he talked. <laughs> it was in Newton. You know the thing about Coweta County, Newton, Georgia. You know, that's like, hey, it looks like a bomb went off inside this man's this man's business. I can't hold this man can tell. You can see it right here. I don't know how y'all gonna get y'all money, but I hey, can't get blood out of town. These are his words. And I'm sitting there like, wow. Like, this is a drastic difference from the man that I felt like had financially lynched me in April of that year. But what I started learning through my reading and one of my mentors told me that Felipe, if you're going through this much adversity, you have no idea where you're about to go. You had three of the most traumatic things that you would ever go through in your life happen to you at one time. And what I realized was that we control so much of the narrative in our lives. It's not even funny. I would dare to say that we control 99% of what we experience. And if you start to Stop focusing on what you want. No, no, no. Stop focusing on what you don't want to happen and start focusing on what you want to happen. Because I'm going to tell you like this, your subconscious mind cannot differentiate between what you don't like and what you don't like. All it knows is that if you say stuff like tomorrow when I go to work, I hate going to work. Work is horrible. Guess what? You're going to have a horrible day at work. 
if you say ain't no good women out there and all women are bees or whatever, guess what? You're going to run into a whole bunch because you're basically telling your mind that's what I want. The, the mind is not understand. The subconscious mind does not understand negatives. It thinks that you're telling it to attract that. So what you need to feed it is positivity. What do you want? I am an amazing person. What you tell yourself? When I go to court. Man, I'm looking forward to going to court and beating that case and everything is going to be sunshine and rainbows. When I go into work tomorrow, I'm going to have a, a phenomenal day. When I'm going through this divorce, I'm going to come out victorious because even though I may have made mistakes, I am victorious. What I envisioned during that court case was me walking out of that courtroom and everything going my way because I knew I ain't did. I don't know what word to replace with that with that word, but there was a word there. Y'all can fill in the blanks if y'all want. <laughs> but <clears throat> what I started doing was everything that I wanted. I literally started taking massive mind action. And one of the first things I did was, was I got a friend, which would be our next guest on this show. Actually, our first guest on the show, Dr. Manny. I sat with this brother. And he helped me identify and target and treat what was ailing me most. And it freed my mind. I helped people do the same thing. So I started focusing on what does Felipe want his life to look like? Do I want my life to be more of the same? Somebody said, replace the word shh with shampoo. So anytime I say that word moving forward, you are the winner of the replace the word shh with shampoo, my friend. So anytime you hear me say shampoo, you know I should have said shh. That's the word moving forward. Shampoo, y'all. I don't want no more shampoo. I don't want no more shampoo in my life, y'all. I hate shampoo. The only time you should have shampoo is be in the bathroom. You catch it. But uh, <laughs> I started really concentrating on everything that I wanted. Felipe, what do you want your life to look like tomorrow, six months from now, a year from now? Now, and I slowly, and I'm not going to tell you it was easy. It was hard. It's, somebody got a word for that one. <laughs> it was hard for me 
<clears throat> get over the anxiety, the depression, the loneliness, the sense of loss, all of this stuff of not having my mother. It was very difficult for me to continue to be this positive, motivating force. When I did not have my mom, man, I could make the money. I can't make another mama. I can get another wife. I can't get another mama. So what I had to start doing was, so on the anniversary of her death in 2019, I took that uh, that week and wrote out, and this is some advice that you all can use. I took that week, I knew it was coming up, and said, I'm not going to be sad this week. What I'm going to do is, I am not going to ignore the loss of my mother, but what I'm going to do is, what did my mother love to see me do? What did I tell my mother I was going to do? What can I do with this energy? Because remember, Energy can either be negative or positive, and you can repurpose energy. And if you don't know, I can show you how to do it. So I repurpose all of that anxious, depressed, angry energy and put it towards what I wanted my life to look like. And guess what? It worked. Business deals started closing. I started having the universe, God, whatever you want to put in there, being drawn to me. And y'all already know, like I was already doing well in my business, but I, I know the universe was like, bro, or brother, or whatever. <laughs> uh you're playing too small, man. Like I have shown you where you are, what you, what you mean to people. I've taken you all the way to China to close business deals worth billions. I've introduced you to billionaire friends, to people that can help connect you. I've given you, the ability, the ability to understand business and people. And I've helped several people that watch this live stream with their businesses. But I realized what 2018 was about. It was about humility. That's what I was lacking because for 15 years, I was rocking and rolling. The 2008 recession, what recession? All right. This one, you got people on both sides of the equation. What side do you want to be on? You want to be on the winning side or the losing side? And we're in a depression, not a recession. And it's bad if you want it to be, or it's good if you want it to be. But you have to decide what side you want to be on. I want you to be on the side of prosperity. But what you have to do is, and which is why I launched this podcast, is you have to be in control 100% 
of your mind. Because if you're not, somebody else is. When I started focusing on everything that I everything that I like, everything that I believe was my right to have, and stop letting other people's perceptions. And like I mentioned last week, perception is projection. And what does that mean, folks? That people are projecting their own insecurities onto you. Once you stop allowing people to impose their will on you, and you start to understand that you have free will, you become unstoppable. Anything that goes on around you, it motivates you. I'm going through something right now with my kids. And you know what? I'm using it to motivate me for them. All energy, regardless of whether it's trauma energy, emotional energy, whatever type of energy it is, can be used for good. I guarantee you it can. And once you learn how to do that, the amount of control that you will have in your life will make you an unstoppable beast of You will be in beast mode 24-7 and things will start coming to you faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. You want to know why? Because now you're in control. What I'm going to tell you, a lot of times we give up control when we start allowing that negative spouse, that negative friend, that negative family member, that negative coworker, the negative people in your life to influence you. Because we all have heard the old adage, or at least we should have heard the old adage. That you are the sum of the five people that you hang around the most. That shampoo is true. See, I use it. Uh, once you realize that you have control over your life but what you have to do is to realize that your subconscious mind is really what controls you those subconscious thoughts that you have those limiting beliefs I can't do this because I'm a woman I can't this because I'm short. I can't do this because society doesn't like me because I'm black. I can't do this because yada yada yada. That's some bull shampoo. Get rid of all your bull shampoo, okay? You don't allow bull shampoo to come in your life. Y'all, y'all see how I'm using this shampoo? I'm, I'm gonna create a bull shampoo brand. Y'all gonna. Uh, <laughs> And it's not going to have anyway. Yeah, so you have to understand that your mind is the most powerful 
lack of a better way of saying this, computer in the world. Do you realize that sometimes once you really get control over your mind, things that you did not know that you knew would start coming to your mind. You ever said something like, how in the helicopter did I know that? We're all connected to each other through energy. This shell is just uh, something we have to walk around in so that we can interact with other physical things. But we're all just energy. That's that. We're all energy. Once you realize that energy and your spirit If all desiring to do your bidding, I'll see you in the comments. Once you realize that once you are congruent in your decision-making, meaning that you're not negative one minute, positive next minute, but you're in alignment with your mind, subconscious and unconscious mind, and your conscious mind, you will start seeing things manifest in your life fast. During this pandemic, yeah, the tree tried to get me, but the tree missed me. (laughs) But during this pandemic, I have made some phenomenal relationships with some phenomenal people. We want to do some phenomenal things. And I'm seeing a lot of my peers do the same thing. But I'm also seeing people not take advantage of what's going on. I mentioned last time we are in a global reset. Meaning that the playing field is level. People that are used to being able to get millions and millions of dollars a week aren't able to do it anymore. Entertainers, athletes, performers, business people. So you literally have the capability to manifest hold on, about the curse, so I gotta find my word. Oh, there we go, okay. Uh, <laughs> you have the ability to manifest whatever the boo you want. Now hold on, I'm using the other word. Hold on, let me take two, y'all, take two. <laughs> you have the ability to manifest whatever the fudge you want. And that's real. There's no reason that you should be worried about a fudging stimulus check from the government. There's no fudging reason you should be worried about A uh, $600, $400 extra unemployment 
Work on your business, man. Work on that thing that you have in you that you know that you should have done that will pay you way more than you're making on any job. If you ain't passionate about your job, below that bridge, the fudge up. I told y'all last time, I blow up bridges. If I if I leave your job, I don't want to come back. So what am I worried about? A two-week notice? A day notice? But hold on. If you're watching this and you have to work for me, please give me two weeks notice. I just had to put it out there. Just give me two weeks notice. We can talk about this. I'm talking about, I'm talking about everybody else. Just kidding. I actually empower everybody that works for me. So like, it's all good. But look, you need to work on that thing that you know you're passionate about, whether it's photography. You you want to start a catering business. You want to start a nurse, a daycare, whatever. Do it. What's stopping you? Oh, you afraid of that good job you got, huh? What happened to good jobs every day? Oh, that's right. They fire you and I got a cousin. She got fired. She went to work on Friday. I think she went to she tried to get in her office on a Saturday. They had moved everything clean out the building. They had like 500 employees. Everything was gone and the padlocks were on the door. And you're concerned about a corporation that does not even have a pension that has a 401k that they're matching, but your 401k is tied to a market that has no guarantees. You're hedging all your bets on something that might not even exist, and I can help you with that. I want you If you don't get anything else out of today's episode of this podcast, I want you to start believing in you. Start taking control of you. And once you do that, you will start things, start seeing some amazing things happening in your life. And if you would like to Be able to have messages and interact. There's the number I want to give you, and I want you to text B O Y B to eight three three five eight zero one five two seven. Once again, text B-O-Y-B, that's the business, oh, sorry, B-O-Y-M, my apologies, B-O-Y-M, business of your mind, to 833-580-1527. And I'm asking you to do that for a reason, because I want to see you win. 
ain't talking about little baby wins. I want you to win in a way that everybody who ever doubted looks at you like, what the fudge? How in the helicopter? Y'all like all these little fanciful words I'm using right now. <laughs> How in the helicopter did he or she get to where he or she is? He was a knucklehead. She was a she got five kids. She a single mom. He was in prison. He ain't, he was never going to be nobody. I want you to prove all of them motherfuckers wrong. And when you're able to do that, it's going to be a beautiful feeling. And what's going to happen is that you're going to realize that you ain't, it, it ain't even about them. It's about you living your life and becoming the epitome of yourself we all have superpowers and what I mean by that now look if you live in a skyscraper don't go and drop your monkey arse (laughs) off the building I ain't saying Superman you know don't be going outside playing I believe you can fly fly by R. Kelly thinking that that song is going to give you wings I ain't saying that what I'm saying is that we all have superpowers things that we are excellent in. And once you find out what your zone of genius is, you really need to hone in on that and go for it with all your might. These trophies y'all see back here is because I found what I was good as a motherfucker in and ran with it. And the universe said, all right, Trophy, trophy, recognition, book, magazines, China, blah, 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 blah. And this next level, y'all ain't ready, but I want y'all to be ready. I want y'all there with me. And as we're going and ascending to these levels and heights, I am going to champion you. If you ain't got nobody else in your corner, or corner, depending on what part of uh, America's <laughs> Know that I am always in your corner. And that ain't just bull. Anybody that knows me, they got a business, said they, you ain't, I would never shoot anything you got going. You can come to me and say, look, I got a business where I think I, I think we got a problem with ants poop. We need to we need to have I'm, I'm gonna start an ant business where I'm gonna run behind ants and clean up after ants. Now, hey, you know, we might have to talk about that and you know the crap is that but look, all you gotta have is a vision. Whoever would have thought that in the year 2020 I'd be on a on face on Facebook. Who who, who knew about Facebook in the nineties? Like what's this? I didn't see myself doing this 20 years ago. The business I'm in, the businesses that I'm in, I didn't see myself doing 20 years. 
Well, once you find your area of genius, what will happen is the universe will just start bringing everything to you because your energy, if you understand magnets and energy, what is a magnet doing? A magnet is either attracting or repelling. That's the same thing that we're doing. We're either attracting what we want or repelling what we don't want or vice versa. But we're always attracting something. People don't like to be around you. You are repelling people. I want people back. So, what I would like for again, if you didn't get that number, it's 833 580 1527. Text B O Y M. And let's get to work. Our next episode, I am so excited. Our next guest, now look, your kids don't need to watch this next episode. I'm warning you now. I said now. Dr. Manny ain't going to be all fudging and shampooing. <laughs> he ain't going to be doing I can have a conversation with him, but oh, he ain't going to be doing all of that. But the brother has a brilliant mind. Now, all I want to have, all I'm going to have on this show is people with brilliant minds to help you get your mind to that place where you are the epitome of yourself. And I believe in you. I love you. And I just want to see you win, win, win. We would play that is my theme song here because that is what I walk out to. Stage, Facebook be done shut the whole live down. Talking about I ain't made the song. DJ Khaled be mad, you know. I ain't trying to fight DJ Khaled, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't you know. <laughs> I really appreciate y'all. I love y'all. It's been a pleasure and an honor to see y'all show love on this podcast and every episode. So I promise y'all this. I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring you content. I'm going to bring you things that are going to, that's going to help you transform your life. And for everybody that's sharing this, thank you. Make sure you share this on your page. Share this with your friends. When you see me post the links to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I love y'all. This is Felipe Barganier, and this is the business of your mind. And we out. <laughs>